Adam flashed me another perfect smile and said, Thanks. I do prefer the organic Kona. Shade grown, toxin-free. It's better for you. Uh-huh. I've heard the speeches a few times already, Adam. Toxins are bad. Organic is good. I smiled at him, though. I didn't mind his speeches. Even a little. I didn't mind anything about Adam. He was my ideal for what I wanted if I ever had a normal relationship. Strong, smart, healthy, and sexy. He was the kind of build that made women sigh, and men pause. Adam looked intimidating, even in his most gentle moods. He had the sheer size that often meant that he didn't need to raise a fist to stop a fight. He had no fat anywhere on him. Adam was all muscle, and his spa-perfect skin was liberally decorated with tattoos. Even out in the desert sun, his art still looked crisp. The man knew how to take care of his body, and it showed. He was a bit intense about his health. No drugs, no cigarettes. He lived on an organic diet. He was also committed to meditation and a rigorous workout schedule of boxing, weightlifting, and running. Somehow, Adam managed to be badass and supremely healthy all at once. He drank a little, but his only true vice was indulging in naked relationships with far too many of the ink bunnies who loitered in his path. Sex was Adam's one big weakness. It was easy to see why. Looking at him for longer than a minute was enough to make me consider taking a turn in his line of all too willing partners. Unfortunately, Adam was also Tommy's cousin. So Adam and I were firmly in the friend zone. There were perks to being his friend, of course. We had conversations, lunches, shared a drink after work most weeks. Being the only girl in his life that was around for more than a night was the biggest perk. I knew that the rest of the girls were fleeting, but I was a part of his life, and it would stay that way as long as we didn't fall into bed. I still looked. A lot. Whenever I had an excuse, like... Right now, I let my gaze roam where my hands and lips couldn't. I dreamed of him, and I fantasized about what life would be like if I wasn't such a mess. And he was willing to do commitments. That was all it could be. Dreams and fantasies. As I tried to keep my thoughts from my expression, Adam repeated his regular question of late. When are you coming by sinners to finish the piece? I shrugged as I stacked clean mugs on the counter. I glanced around the shop at the two drunk girls who seemed to be having a heated conversation in a low voice, the customers studying or staring at their laptops, and my co-worker Cass, who was staring at Dylan, the hot musician singing to the motley crowd. There were no distractions to save me from the conversation. It wasn't that I didn't want to get my tattoo done, but I had my reasons for putting it off. Not sure. I muttered. I'll be at the Tiger tonight if you want to look at your schedule with me, he offered. I nodded, glancing again at one of the drunk girls, who looked like she was going to spew at any minute. Cass was glaring at the girls as if willpower alone would prevent vomit. The only thing keeping her from getting rude was the way Dylan's voice kept distracting her. He was like that, the voice of either an angel or a devil. I don't know. I told Adam, 
who was standing with his hands on the counter and his gaze on me. The truth was, I wasn't sure I could handle seeing him tonight, especially at the local dive bar. He never picked up his fling of the moment in front of me anymore, but sometimes I thought that only made it harder to remind myself that he was off-limits. My eyes traced over the light gleam of sweat of his tattooed biceps and the way the torn black t-shirt clung to his chest and abs. Every inch of his body was so lickably gorgeous that it was hard not to sigh. Adam was built to be sighed over.